Good evening, Stephen and Josiah. Welcome to my podcast. The theme of this podcast is Closing the Gap. I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet today and pay my respects to their elders past and present. I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here today. I have interviewed two classroom practitioners on their views on cross-curricular activities in in a diverse classroom to get more insight about closing the gap. These two teachers are from Granville Public School, who teaches primary kids. For confidentiality purposes, I am keeping their name anonymous. So we will name our first interviewee Ms. H and second participant Ms. C. Since both of the teachers are from same school, they have similar responses. So now, let's jump right into the topic. I knew Australia as a multicultural country that embraces so many immigrants like me. Before coming to Australia, I had read somewhere that Australia is a home to the world's oldest continuous cultures, as well as Australians who identify with more than 270 ancestries. But I knew nothing more than that about Indigenous Australian until this subject. For an immigrant like me, this subject gave me so much information on Indigenous Australians and changed my perception about them. I'm sure others also felt this way. So being a multicultural nation today, Indigenous young men and women learn alongside non-Indigenous students and students from different cultural backgrounds in backgrounds in classroom across the nation. An Australian government is continuously making an effort to acknowledge indigenous culture and remove any gap. Now, closing the gap is a strategy that aims to improve the life outcomes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people with respect to health and well-being, education, employment, justice, safety, housing, land and waters, and languages. The National Agreement on Closing the Gap was developed in genuine partnership between Australian governments and Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Islander peak organizations. It was reported by Dr. Jennifer Barr on Indigenous Jennifer Bao, uh, a, re- a research consultant on indigenous education initiatives in Australian Anglican School Network, that indigenous scholarship programs have been the focus of private school involvement in helping close the gap. In the past five years, there has been an estimated 25% increase each year in the number of Indigenous students enrolled in scholarship programs across Australia's private schools. In NSW, for example, Anglican schools account for around 28% of the total number of approximate, approximately 245 Indigenous scholarship students currently enrolled in private schools. This year, in 2021, 
In Granville Public School, 42 indigenous students were enrolled and they have 80% attendance rate, which is still below average. As indigenous children are different in nature due to their different living style, history and culture, I wanted to know if teaching indigenous children were different to teach and how are teachers making sure that they are actively engaged in learning. Both of our participants reported yes. Ms. Hedge mentioned that um, they try to build rapport, rapport and trust with the students and parents. And it is essential to have family on board with their children's learning and encouraging them to send them to school. And they engage the, the parents by daily, um, they engage the students by daily acknowledging the traditional owners of the land and asking them questions throughout learning about their culture and traditions. Whereas Miss C mentioned that she works closely with the indigenous families to ensure that the children are ready and able to participate in school every day. Getting children to school is the priority for her. She also mentions that our school, their school engages indigenous children through the, through the following. Connect children with early learning opportunities and support in preschool. Focus on parents, families and carer support throughout the year. Improve school attendance rates. Connect with culture through the Living Deadly program. NIDOC and Reconciliation Week. Collaborating with students and families to set goals at the start of the year is another way to look at it. Moving on to my next question about if the teachers and school made deliberate attempts to develop tolerance and positive attitude towards these diverse groups and both of them reported yes. Miss Hedge agreed and Miss C mentions that um, through open communication between families and teachers, they try to uh, develop uh, positive attitudes towards these diverse groups. Regular meetings, regular yarning up se uh, sessions with families and community is important to create positive relationship and a welcoming environment. My next question is about classroom activities that recognize the varied le learning needs of indigenous Australian students. Ms. Hedge agreed that there are differentiated activities and Ms. C elaborated furthermore uh, saying teaching indigenous students requires sensitivity for their special needs and knowledge about aboriginal cultural diversity. In the classroom it is important to recognize these needs. A lot of hands-on learning experiences in most lessons to engage the children and make it more interactive. Setting learning and social goals and having regular check-in meetings to ensure the 
children are on track. Now that we have come to the last question, um, it talks about culturally inclusive practices that are incorporated in relation to curriculum, classroom teaching, assessment, and resource selection. Ms. H replied that this is done by increasing students' knowledge on indigenous practices and continuously asking indigenous students questions and ensuring that they are always comfortable how they relate to their traditions. And Ms. C stated that consultation with Aboriginal communities is essential in the development of meaningful Aboriginal perspectives and studies across the curriculum. An active relationship between schools and their local Aboriginal community enhances the learning experience of students. They work with the elders in their community to develop culturally appropriate activities for NIDOC and Reconciliation Weeks. Successful use of teaching practices is evident in this particular school. And it's so nice to know that all these strategies that we only used to read is actually being used by the teachers in reality. I enjoy doing this interview, although due to busy schedule of teachers, we could not do it in person. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed my closer look at, the, at Closing the Gap. Uh, that's all for this episode. Thank you once again. Bye.